This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Good Monday, everybody, and welcome on into the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Good to be back with you. Felt like it's been a while. It was just over the weekend, but here we are and are ready to start a new week. It'll be the final week that the Saints practice at the Greenbrier in West Virginia, and by the end of this week, we'll be coming to you from Houston, Texas. Things are moving quickly now, of course, through training camp. Good lineup today, and before I bring in John DeShazer from NewOrleansaints.com to talk about the Monday practice, I'll share with you our guest list. It starts with quarterback Garrett Grayson, Grayson who had a ton of snaps in the first half against New England and uh, will likely see a lot of time against Houston coming up is our first guest today. Obviously didn't like my very first pass going for a pick six. It's obviously never a good thing, but I was I was very happy with how I dealt with the adversity. I knew that was something Coach Payton said before the game. He wanted to see how guys responded, and I think I responded in a great way. And today we'll also talk to one of the newest Saints. Cortland Finnegan is now in camp, has been practicing for a couple of days. A very engaging uh, guy, to say the least. Uh, we'll have a nice visit with him as he talks about now joining yet another new team here as he's into double-digit years of his career. still love the game of football, so if you can be with the team for any amount of time that has a reputation like the Saints, the foundation that they've built, it's a blessing. And so uh, I'm thankful. Uh, this is day two of practice. Haven't made the team by any stretch of the imagination, so every practice I get is a chance to you know try to make this team and, and help this team. So Gary Grayson and uh, Cortland Finnegan, John DeShazer on the Black and Blue Report today, but we'll start with you and ask you about what you saw over the weekend and and today here on the practice field this Monday. Well, I mean, we've basically seen the team get back to work. Uh, they came back uh, after a day off and got back after it on Sunday, uh, fully padded uh, on all the practices that they've been back in. Uh, today was a little bit more intense because you get in the goal line situations, and even though it's something that they do routinely in training camp, it was the first kind of live goal line that we had seen. And you know, with, that, with that many plays, you know, I think uh, four and four, eight plays rather, and so it was good to see them just get after it, man. It's, it's hot, and, you know, they're getting a little bit agitated, and they want to get to Houston and go against the Texans, but they took it out on each other today. Yeah, they, they're using this stretch here uh, with an off day looming tomorrow. Not looming, but on the horizon, I guess. Looming has such bad connotations, yes. doesn't it? Yes, it does. An yes, off day does. should be a good thing. Yes. <laughs> yes, it should. But they've taken this this window here uh, after the day of recovery from the New England game and then the off day tomorrow. They've packed a lot in, John, in these last three days, and there's been – I haven't seen any let up on the intensity or the physicality of the three practices. And I think that's the main thing. They wanted to make this as intense and as physical as is allowed under the current collective bargaining bargaining agreement. And I think they've done that. I mean, you know, you can't, again, we this isn't Jackson anymore. You can't go two-a-days with full pads, you know, full hitting for two practices and that kind of thing. You know, the rules won't allow that anymore. The bargaining agreement won't allow that. But for what you are allowed, the Saints, I think, are pressing it right to the, to the, to the maximum level of what you can do. So when they get out here and pass, you know, they're popping. And, you know, a lot of it is stay up drills, studs, stay up, keep them up. But uh, every now and again, they forget those rules. The only down note, I guess, in practice today was that Sheldon Rankins, the first-round draft choice, uh, left the field during that goal line period with an apparent lower leg injury. I guess that now turns our attention back to some depth uh, questions about the Saints defensive line. Yeah, you feel pretty good about three of those guys, uh, Tyler Davidson, uh, Nick Fairley, and, uh, and and also, um, you know, Ashad Mabry. I'm sorry, I forget his name. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you feel pretty good about some of those guys. John Jenkins, you know, he's around also. But uh, to lose, 
you know, Sheldon Rankins is a huge loss. And, you know, we don't know the extent of it yet, but anytime you get carted off, you know, it's not a good look, you know, for one. So you always expect something that's, you know, fairly serious when a, when a player has to be carted off as opposed to being helped off or walks off on his own. So, you know, that's not a good thing, obviously. So hopefully whatever it is, you know, he, he recuperates, you know, fairly quickly and is able to get back. But, again, the Ashad Mabrys of the world and the David Onyemata's, you know, they're not now going to have to step into that gap and hopefully give the team some of those things that they will be missing with Rankins out. Yep, no doubt. Hey, let's flip to the other side of that line of scrimmage, the offensive line. There's a new storyline with them as we've entered a new week. Yeah, Teron Armstead is back uh, from the pup list, so he's back on the field at left tackle. That allows Andrews Pete to move from left tackle back to right guard, and that's a good sign. It also, uh, you know, now the battle for the positions on the offensive line basically boils that boils down to left guard, and it's either going to be Tim Lolito or Senio Calamente because they're set at the other four positions. So, you know, that's a good thing for the line that, you know, Teron's back gives them a chance to develop that cohesiveness that an offensive line needs. Now, yes, these guys have played together before, but Teron hadn't played basically this entire offseason, a lot of it. So, you know, to be able to get back in there, get back in the groove, knock the rust off, get back on the field, you know, that's a good thing for this offense. So it's always good to have him back. And plus, you know, they feel like he's an all-pro, Pro Bowl caliber left tackle. So, you know, when, you miss, when you're missing those kinds of guys, it's noticeable. Yeah. Anything else from practice today that you think is worth noting? Well, uh, you know, I think the goal line drill and uh, what was noticeable. What was noticeable was that uh, Coach Payton specifically uh, singled out that the defense had a pretty good day. And you know, from what you could see outside of Sheldon Rankins' you know injury during that drill, you know, they did get some nice stops down on the goal line. Um, did see Daniel Lasco and uh, Marcus Murphy, you know, the backup running backs, punch it in a couple of times on the goal line. It was third and two uh, from the two, obviously. So, but yeah, it was good to see those guys get in the goal line work, uh, see them really, you know, break a sweat and, and, you know, it was live tackling. It was not, you know, thud, keep him up or anything like that. It was, you know, hit him and get him on the ground. So that was a good look. The number one defense was able to get, you know, um, Mark Ingram and Tim Hightower, those, you know, first two running backs, able to get those guys on the ground. So, you know, if you're the number one defense, you got to feel pretty good about your run defense. They did bite on the play action from Drew Brees to Chris Manhurts for a touchdown pass, but, you know, that's going to happen some on the goal line, especially when you're selling out against the run. You got to, you know, pick your poison and you got to play man to man and you got to hope you can hold up or get to the quarterback before he can get that throw off. But, you know, for the most part, it looks like the defense held up pretty well in that drill. Yeah, number nine's pretty good. He's going to get you eventually. Yeah, I think I think nine is, uh, you know, I think he's going to make it in this league. Yeah. I believe he's going to have a little career. Good stuff. See you tomorrow. See me tomorrow and the day after and the day after. Yes, sir. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, Gary Grayson and then Cortland Finnegan here on the Black and Blue Report for a Monday. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. 
The Pelican schedule has just been released, and 12 game plans are now on sale. 12 game packages, including the contender and weekend plans, are your tickets to see NBA All Star Anthony Davis and your Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA, including LeBron James, Steph Curry, and more. Take in a couple of Pelicans games a month throughout the season for as low as $17 per game. Visit Pelicans.com or call 525 Hoop and score your seats today. We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report. Saints quarterback Garrett Grayson joins us on the Black and Blue Report. I was commenting, Garrett, last Thursday on the television broadcast from New England. I said, well, one thing's for sure. We got a lot of tape on Garrett Grayson. So uh, with that being said, uh, what did you like and what did you dislike about your first preseason game of this season? Well, we'll we'll get the dislike out of the way. Fair Uh, enough. (laughs) Obviously, didn't like my very first pass going for a pick six. Um, It's obviously never a good thing, but I was was very happy with how I dealt with the adversity. I knew that was something Coach Payton said before the game. He wanted to see how guys responded, Um, and I think I responded in a great way. Uh, you know, I was proud of myself and, and, and proud of my teammates. You know, they didn't give up on me at all. They were, they were right there on the sideline patting me on the butt and um, just saying next play. And it's something as a quarterback, you know, you got to be able to move on. And, and Drew talks about it all the time, whether it's a good play or a bad play. Um, just on to the next play and, and, and try to make a play happen. Yeah, Coach Payton said, hey, look, I want to see what he does after something goes wrong. Did you, who'd have thunk it would be like the yep. first series? <laughs> the first play, yeah. yeah. That's, I guess, you know, like I was saying earlier, it's I talked to my family about it and I was like, well, you know, if, if anything, I'm just going to look at it as a positive and, and say, you know, I got I got the bad stuff out of the way as quick as you could do and uh, just had to adapt and overcome. And, uh, you know, I, like I said, I was I was really happy with how I, you know, improved throughout the game. What did you do to settle down between Series 1 and Series 2? You know, I pretty much just said, you know, who cares? Whatever, that play, uh, you know, it happened, whatever. We're not, you know, we got a lot of game left. Um, just move on and try and take this team down and score. And, and we did that, I think, on the next two drives. So. Yeah. All right, so let's build on that. What did you like about the film that you saw? Yeah, I, you know, I think I, I, during the game, obviously, after that first play, I felt a lot more confident going through my reads. Um, didn't think, didn't feel like everything was so rushed, like, you know, comparing it to last year. Um, last year, I think I was out there, you know, just kind of head spinning, wondering what certain guys were doing, where they were going to be on certain routes. Um, this year, just felt a lot more confident. Uh, knowing where they would be when they were breaking um, and, and, you know, seeing the coverage, things like that. I think um, it's, it's you know, it's slowed down a lot for me this year. You're still mobile, though. I am, I am. Yep. So I think yep. I still got a little bit yep. left. <laughs> um, how do you use that, and not necessarily as a bailout, but more as a, a weapon, if you will? Uh, you know, I think I just try to – it's kind of just a last resort thing. I um, Even that play in the two-point the two conversion – I was looking for as long as I could to try and find somebody to dump it off to, um, and they had that thing covered up pretty well. So, uh, you know, just tried to make something happen. And, um, you know, if they would have come up, come up on me, then Cooks would have been open back and would have dumped it off to him. So it's, I think it's just kind of a football play that you have to make. Hey, by the way, about that two-point conversion, but at this level, guys can really hurt you when you try and do what oh, you yeah. did there, <laughs> yeah. leaping kind of, I don't know, college-like yep. into the end zone. Yeah, I just, like I said, I just wanted to try and make something happen, and, you know, I know these, these preseason games are kind of my shot to show what I can do and show my athletic ability, so I just want to leave it all out on the table. And, you know, I'm not thinking about getting injured or uh, anything like that. You know, I'm just going out there and, and playing the game that I've been playing, you know, since I was five years old. All right, it's not fair that you that your shot has to come during the preseason, I guess, in the grand scheme of things, but it is what it is. So how do you how do you avoid pressing? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Um, you know, I think that's something – 
I kind of learned from last year. Last year I was trying so hard to be perfect um, and not make mistakes, and I think that's when you make more mistakes than any is when you're trying so hard to not make them. And uh, So I told myself this year, uh, you know, just go out and play football and relax and have fun. And, and I've got tons of advice from Drew and Luke and my family. Um, everyone has just said, hey, just go out and have fun. Don't try and be so perfect. Um, just enjoy the game that you've played your whole life. So, I love the way the coach did the uh, quarterback rotation because I thought it gave you a nice chance to work with some of the first-string guys, a bunch of the second-string guys. Can you describe for me the difference between working with those groups as opposed to, say, maybe with the groups you had to work with last year? Yeah, um, you know, I think that the effort level is still there you know, no matter what level you're working with. Everyone's trying hard. Um, it's just the repetition. You know, guys, guys know, you know, with the ones and twos, they know exactly what they're doing. Um, and, you know, with the threes, it's, it's like last year with me. You know, everyone's kind of still thinking through things instead of just playing football. Um, and, you know, that's, that's evident, and that's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it comes with experience. And uh, so I was definitely thankful for the opportunity to play with the ones and twos. And, uh, you know, it kind of speeds things up for me, and, and I'm able to, you know, go against a better defense, everything. So it makes it a lot more fun for sure. Garrett Grayson with us. Hey, Garrett, I heard something the other day. I can't remember if it was NFL Network or somebody else. It was some national person talking about – this crisis or this this lack of depth at the quarterback position across the league. When you hear something like that, what does it make you think? Um, you know, I, I don't want to say anything bad, I guess. Uh, I think there's a ton of good quarterbacks throughout the league. Um, you know, whatever, if they're just not getting their shot, whatever, you know, whoever said that, whatever they're thinking, I'm not sure. Um, you know, I know me, Luke, and Drew, we all kind of have that same mentality that we could all be a number one, you know, no matter where we are. And yeah. I think if you ask any quarterback, he would say he can be a starter for any team. And I think that's a mentality that you have to have to play in this league. Let's zero in on this week. Give me the give me the Garrett Grayson plan for this week. We're heading for Houston here shortly in that second preseason game. So based on what we just talked about and what lies ahead, um, put me in your in your frame here. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to improve every day, as cliche as it sounds. Uh, I want to build off last week. Uh, you know, I ended up 10 for 16. Um, you know, I'd like to be 16 for 16. You know, obviously, I don't want to try and be perfect like we were talking about pressing and everything, but um, if the throws are there, be accurate with them. There's a couple throws, um, you know, that I missed last week that could have been catches if I had put it where it needed to be. And so it's something, you know, I just want to go in this week and try and protect the football, take my chances, uh, but just be smart with it. Hey, let me ask you this question. When, when do you find out what your role is going to be for a preseason game? Uh, I mean, is, it, is it this week? Is it the night before? When yeah. do you kind of know? Last week I found out, uh, I think it was Sunday night, and we ended up playing Thursday, so a couple days before. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure what their, what the plan is this week. I uh, haven't said anything, so I'll just kind of roll with the punches and, and see how it goes. So you do get a little bit of lead time. Yeah, yeah. You, I got a little last week, so hopefully I'll get that kind of same this week. So we'll Appreciate see. it. Good luck. Thank you very yep. much. When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have. 
a chance to grow up. Sometimes cancer patients come who were told they were out of options, but Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get texts with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelican Mobile Alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. Everything you need to know about the Saints and Pelicans is right here on the Black and Blue Report. He might be the newest face in camp, and we're glad to have him, of course, and we welcome into the Black and Blue Report, Cortland Finnegan, veteran. You, do you like when I say veteran? Does that does that ring true with you? Uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, the fact that you could do something you love for 11-plus years is is veteran, but uh, also veteran has a lot in and of itself. You know, that's on the football field, still doing, you know, uh, what you love, but also making plays, but also in the locker room, bringing these young guys along and teaching them how to become a veteran and just the nuances that come with that. So it's, it's, it's a, a phrase I don't take lightly and I appreciate. What were you doing last week and, and then how did you get all the way up here? You know, I, I've got some kids out in Nashville that I train at a high school and some that are in college. So uh, they keep me young, being able to move around with them. They all play defensive back at, some, at uh, you know, either a high school or a college there. So it's, it's good to get to run around with those young guys and them still keep you young, so to speak. Were you telling your agent, hey, I want to play, I want to play, get me a job? Or were you resigned to the fact that mm, I might be done? You know what, I love the fact that, you know, you can coach. I think coach is just, a, you know, a, a, you know, something that you can do, like that, that football's blessed you with. And me still being able to move around and competing with these guys was, was enough. Um, I still love the game of football. So if you can be with the team for any amount of time that has a reputation like the Saints, the foundation that they've built, um, it, it's a blessing. And so uh, I'm thankful. Uh, this is day two of practice. Uh, haven't made the team by any stretch of the imagination. So every practice I get is a chance to, you know, try to make this team and, and help this team. You got an interception on day one. That had to feel pretty good. Uh, I did. It did. You know, the, I, I think, you think you, I'd, be, I'd be remiss to say that, you know, like three plays before, I gave up a seam route for about, you know, 20 yards. So it's just, you know, every day it's uh, going in there on the film room and, and getting better. And I think even today with leverage and some of the things that I'm doing, still get better. But I, I love the fact that you can come out here and compete. Let's, let's talk about that. I mean, 11 years in the league, you've done so much already. What, what else do you still have to prove to everybody? Uh, I, th- I think when you want to do it, you want to do it your way. And, and this is the chance where Coach Glenn, Aaron Glenn, he's, you know, he, he told me, he said, man, just play your game and play it the way you want to. And, and Dennis Allen, he always talks about there's rule guys and there's guideline guys. And he wants you, you know, just to go out there and play with an edge. So I just love the fact that, you know, this is a great situation. Drew, somebody, you know, Drew Brees is someone you've always played against and looked up to. His passion, his leadership is something to be, you know, to be just, I guess, Put up there as you know one of the greats, but also Coach Payton. The fact that you can be a part of this team and, and have a chance every Sunday, in and of itself, is a reason to always play football. Cortland Finnegan's with us. Hey, I really appreciate what you said to the media earlier about 
relishing the role of mentor and, and wanting to take some of the younger guys under your wing. But let's be honest here, this is the NFL. There are jobs on the line. How do you balance <laughs> how do you balance mentoring, coaching, teaching with hey, I gotta find a way on this fifty three man roster too? I think I think that speaks for itself. When you and you're in the white lines, you have to you have to go out there and make plays and, and play football. So that's in and of itself. But every chance you get, and you're off that you're off those white lines, and you're on the sideline, and you see something, you can let these young guys know, man. You got to pay it forward. These guys are, you know, this coach, you know, that's what he expects out of me, and that's what uh, he wants me to do. But also, I love doing it. I love paying it forward. And when these guys make a play and they look at you, and the first person they see, they run over and high five is you. You feel good about it. You're like, man, you know what? I helped them, and he'll and he'll do the same thing. So it's just paying it forward. Saints fans are a are a smart bunch when it comes to football. I think they're going to look at you and and uh, say, okay, well, I think we know about Cortland Finnegan, but but then again, we want to hear from Cortland how he can best help this team right now. So, with that being said, what would you say to Saints fans as far as Hey, I'm here to do this right now. I just play football. I know, I know, I know that's, you know what, you got to go out there and make plays. You can't make uh, promises because this is a league every Sunday, you know, every now in the preseason, every Saturday, Friday, you've got a new challenge. So um, you're definitely going, you know, I'm mentoring these young guys and definitely telling them, you know, what I see and things of that nature, but also want to make plays. And I think every, every player that steps on that field wants to make a play. So it's just, you know, through discipline, eye discipline, uh, through hard work that I've got to, you know, earn everyone's respect. And that's from fans, coaches, and players, and then uh, make this football team. I was talking to Mark Ingram the other day. One of the things he talked about with regard to this group was that he loves the camaraderie of this bunch. Um, you know, he's a firm believer, and that goes a long way in a team's success. So thinking back over 11 years or even just your first impressions here, what are the hallmarks of what Mark Ingram's talking about, and, and, and how does that benefit a team? Uh, I mean, you just talk about just just knowing what a guy is thinking without ever happening. You know, you it's eye contact. It's things, you know, staying uh, after practice working with one another. It's um, it's just being a part of something bigger than just the game in the white lines. I think when you do that, you build a trust and a bond with a guy that even on a football field, it's a look, and he kind of knows what you want and you know what he wants. And I think you just can get the impression right off the back. I mean, I've been here two days, and it's already been like, let's hang out, let's watch film, let's do this from, from this younger group. So, I mean, that, that speaks volumes for just what kind of these guys want to learn, but just the, the, the coaches, you know, the staff. It's, everybody here wants the idea of they want to win the NFC South. But, I mean, just they, they want to win. So that, that's one thing that I'm excited about. Nice to meet you. Welcome to the Saints. Appreciate you. Thank you. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup. The hearty way to fuel your game. And the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. 
When it's blazing this summer, don't sweat it. Hydrate naturally with Smoothie King's new summer hydration smoothies. Four refreshing flavors specifically blended to help you beat the heat and stay in the game. Made with coconut water, fresh frozen fruits, and vitamin C, they hydrate better than water and have less sodium and more potassium than leading sports drinks. Try all four hydration smoothie flavors. Watermelon, passion fruit peach, strawberry mango, and watermelon extreme. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Want each show delivered right to your iPhone or iPad? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching Black and Blue Report. Hope you're with us tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report. I know it's an off day for the players, but we'll have a podcast for you uh, here from West Virginia. And we're going to focus in on the defense uh, tomorrow uh, with two really good visits. Uh, Number one, we're going to talk to defensive secondary coach Aaron Glenn uh, the former NFL veteran, including some time with the Saints as a player, is here and uh, getting a rave reviews about the work that he's doing with the Saints secondary. We'll talk with him tomorrow. And then uh, we will visit with Craig Robertson, new linebacker for the New Orleans Saints, most recently with the Cleveland Browns. He's been impressive so far in training camp, and it'll be my first time to visit with him, and I'm uh, eager to share it with you on tomorrow's Black and Blue Report. Thanks again to our guests today, Garrett Grayson, Cortland Finnegan, and, of course, our own John DeShazer. Daniel Sallerson is our producer. And for all of us, uh, not only at Saints headquarters in Metairie, but, of course, at training camp in West Virginia, I'm Sean Kelly saying thanks to ABC Insurance Agencies as our presenting sponsor, and thanks to you for staying with us here on the Black and Blue Report podcast. Have a great rest of your Monday, everybody. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.